Next Chapter Podcast. Hi, this is Sally Kate Holmes, Managing Director of Next Chapter Podcasts, here to tell you about a pretty cool new offering from our friends at Apollo Podcasts. You can now find the play on podcasts on Apollo Plus, a creator-owned platform where every subscriber helps audio fiction creators such as us. You can listen ad-free, early access to exclusives, behind-the-scenes supercuts, and more on Apollo Plus. On top of all that, 70% of the revenue on Apollo Plus goes directly to creators. Join Apollo Plus through the Apollo Podcasts app or by going to apollopods.com. Next Chapter Podcasts presents the Play On Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost, Episode 3, Tonguing in French. For the best listening experience, be sure to use headphones or earbuds. And remember, vows are but breath. Sing me a song, Moth. My ears lust for some music. Yeah, you, you, you know I'll be true. Saving up all my love for you. Lock, stock, and barrel. Can't believe that I do. But I do. It's true, true. I'm a crazy fool. Walk the whole wide world for you. Lock, stock, and barrel. I'm in an awful bind for you. Ah, sweet air. Go, tenderness of years. Take this key and release Costard, that dunce. Bring him here at a gallop's pace, for he is to dispatch a letter to my love. Signor, will you win your love with your French tongue? What do you mean? Tonguing in French? No, my complete master, but to jig off a tune at the tongue's end. Tippy-toe it with your feet. Humor it with the closing your eyelids. Sigh a high note and sing a low note. Sometimes through the throat as if you swallowed love with singing love. With your hat tilted down over the top of your eyes. With your arms crossed on your thin belly vest like a penguin with a stick. Or your hands in your pocket like a man in an old painting rocking back and forth. And keep not too long on one tune, but a snipping away. These are suggestions. These are ideas. These will bewitch nice maids and make legends of men that most behave like this. How have you gathered this experience? Oh, by observation. Ah, bring Costard here. He must carry me a letter. The way is short. Away. As swift as lead, sir. Swift as lead? Your meaning seems null. Is lead not a heavy metal? Slow and dull? Non honest, senor, or rather, senor, no. I say lead is slow. You are too swift, sir, to say so. Is that lead slow, which is fired from a gun? I shoot you at Costard. Go! Shoot then, and I flee! <laughs> a most sharp youth, articulate and free of grace. Oh, by your favor, sweet heavens, I must sigh in your face. Chivalric courage! Melancholy has taken your place. Oh, oh. hey, hey! Ah, my herald is returned. A wonder, master. Here's a costard with a broken shin. Some enigma. Some riddle. Come, explain. Begin. Oh, no eggs. No riddle. No ending. No salve in your letter, sir. Oh, oh sir. Wolf Spain. 
A plain Wolfsbane. No end and no end and no salve, sir, but Wolfsbane. <laughs> By virtue, you enforced laughter. <laughs> Your silly thought might spleen. The heaving of my lungs provokes me to ridiculous smiling. Oh, pardon me, my stars. Slippery costard. I will emancipate you. Oh, marry me to one with French eyes. I smell some end and some goose in this. By my sweet soul, I mean setting you at liberty and freedoming your person. You were immured, restrained, captivated, bound. True, true. And now will you be my liberator and let me loose? I give you your liberty, set you from penance, and in lieu thereof, impose on you nothing but these. Bear this letter to the country maid, Jaquaneta. There is remuneration, for the best prize of my honor is to reward my dependents. Moth, follow. Like the sequel, I, Senior Costard, adieu. My sweet ounce of man's flesh, my rare juvenile, now will I look to his remuneration. Remuneration! Oh, that's the Latin word for three farthings. Three farthings, remuneration. Uh, what's the price of this trifle? One penny? No, I will give you a remuneration. <laughs> Why, it carries it. Remuneration. Why, it is a fairer name than French crown. I will never buy and sell without using this word. <laughs> remuneration! <laughs> My good man, Coster. Exceedingly <laughs> well met. Pray you, Sir Barone, how much coronation ribbon may a man buy for a remuneration? What is a remuneration? Well, sir, three farthings. Why then, three farthings worth of silk? Huh. I thank your worship. Goodbye. Stay, clown. I must employ you. Do one thing for me that I shall entreat, and you will win my favor, good friend. When would you have it done, sir? This afternoon. Well, I will do it, sir. Farewell. Uh, you don't know what it is. I shall know, sir, when I have done it. Why, dummy, you must know first. I will come to your worship tomorrow morning. Uh, it must be done this afternoon. Wait, clown. It is but this. The princess comes to hunt here in the park, and in her train there is a gentle lady. When tongues speak sweetly, then they name her name, and Rosaline they call her. Ask for her, and put in her fair hand this sealed-up counsel. Here's your payment. Go. Payment? Oh, sweet payment. Better than remuneration. Eleven and twelve farthings better. Most sweet payment. I will do it, sir, in print. Payment! Remuneration! <laughs> Dear God, I'm in love. I that have whipped love out of men. I a very warden to a lover's sigh. I a critic, nay, I a night watch constable, I a domineering pedant over that boy than whom no mortal is more arrogant. Oh, that masked, whining, blinded, wayward boy, that senior junior, giant dwarf, Dan Cupid, ruler of love rhymes, lord of folded arms, the anointed emperor of sighs and moans, king of all loiterers and malcontents, the prince of stockings, king of Hot pieces, sole imperator and great general of trotting whoremongers. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games. Join Play On Premium to get merch like T-shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs, ad-free episodes, and bonus content video featuring interviews with the actors, producers, playwrights, and directors who brought it all to life. Go to ncpodcasts.com and subscribe to Play On Premium to support the art and the artists. Was that the king that drove his horse so hard against the steep uprising of the hill? I don't know, but I don't think it was him. Whoever he was, he showed ambitious mind. <laughs> well, ladies, today we shall be well dismissed. On Saturday, we will return to France. Then, Forrester, my friend, where is the bush that we must stand and slay the wild deer in? Uh, uh, near here, up on the edge of that grove. You stand here, so you may make the fairest shoot. I thank my beauty, I am fair, that shoot. And thereupon you call me the fairest shoot. <laughs> uh, pardon me, madam, for I did not mean so. What? What? First praise me and again say no? Oh, short-lived pride. Not fair. You should go. <laughs> well, yes, madam, fair. No, don't applaud me now. Where fair is not, praise cannot mend the brow. Here, my good man, take this for telling true. Fair payment for foul words is more than due. Nothing but fair is that which you inherit. See, see, my beauty will be saved by merit. Ugh, blasphemy in words, unfit for days. A giving hand, though foul, shall have fair praise. But come, the bow. Now mercy goes to kill. 
and shooting well is then accounted ill. Thus will I save my credit in the shoot. Not wounding? Pity would not let me do it. If wounding? Then it was to show my skill, that more for praise than purpose meant to kill. And out of question, so it is sometimes, glory grows guilty of detested crimes. When for fame's sake, for praise, that outward part, we bend to that the working of the heart, as I, for praise alone, now seek to spill the poor dear's blood, that my heart means no ill. Do not cursed wives hold that authority only for praise's sake when they strive to be lords over their lords? Only for praise, and praise we may afford to any lady that subdues a lord. Oh, here comes the king of the common folk, Kostad. God bless you all. I ask, who is the head lady? You will know her, fellow, by the rest that have no heads. <laughs> Which is the greatest lady, the highest? The thickest and the tallest. <laughs> the thickest and the tallest. It is so. Truth is true. If your waist, mistress, were as slender as my wit, one of these maids' girdles for your waist should be fit. Oh, baby, no. Are not you the chief woman? You are the thickest here. Oh! 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 Mm -mm. What's your will, sir? What's your will? I have a letter from Monsieur Barone to one lady, Rosaline. Ooh, your letter, your letter. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. <clears throat> Now, where did I put that thing? No, no, not here. No, that's not it. No. Oh, it. oh no, no. Oh, it, it. Anybody got a letter opener? Okay, stand aside, good messenger. Boyette, you can open. Break up this seal. I am bound to serve. This letter is mistook. It is not for anyone here. It is written for Jacquinetta. We will read it. Go on. Break the neck of the wax, and everyone, give ear. <laughs> By heaven, that thou art fair is most infallible. Oh, Lord. There you go. True that thou art beauteous, truth itself that thou art lovely. More fairer than fair, beautiful than beauteous, truer than truth itself, have commiseration on thy heroical service. The magnanimous and most illustrious King David set eye upon the pernicious and undoubted beggar Bathsheba, and he it was that might rightly say, Veni, vidi, vici, who, which to anatomize in the vulgar, oh, base and obscure vulgar. That is, he came, see, and overcame. He came one, see, two, overcame three. Who came? The king. Oh, wow. Why did he come to see? Why did he see? To overcome. To whom came he? To the beggar. What saw he? The beggar. Who overcame he? The beggar. The conclusion is victory. On whose side? The king's. The captive is enriched. On whose side? The beggar's. The denouement is a wedding. On whose side? The king's? No. On both in one or one in both, I am the king, for so stands the comparison. Thou, the beggar, for so witness thy lowliness. <laughs> Shall I command thy love? I may. Shall I enforce thy love? I could. Shall I entreat thy love? I will. What shalt thou exchange for rags, robes for tittles? 
titles for thyself, me. Thus, expecting thy reply, I profane my lips on thy foot, my eyes on thy picture, and my heart on thy every part. <laughs> Thine, in the dearest design of industry, Don Adriano de Armado. Thus dost thou hear the Nimian lion roar, Gainst thee, thou lamb, that standest as his prey. Submissive fall his princely feet before, And he from hunting will incline to play. But if thou fight, poor soul, what art thou then? Food for his rage, a feasting for his den. <laughs> that inked this letter. What vein? What rascal? Did you ever hear better? I am much deceived, but I remember the style. Else your memory is bad. We haven't heard it for a while. This Armado is a Spaniard that keeps here in court, a madman, a deluded one, and one that makes sport to the prince and his bookmates. You, Coster, a word. Who gave you this letter? I told you, my lord. Who was it intended for? From my lord to my lady. From which lord to which lady? From my lord Barone, a good master of mine, to a lady of France that he called Rosaline. What? Oh. Oh. You have mistaken this letter. Come, ladies, away. Rosaline, here, sweet, put up this. It'll be yours another day. Who is the shooter? Who is the shooter? Shall I teach you to know? Yes, my continent of beauty. Why, she that bears the bow, finally put off. My lady goes to kill deer, but if you marry, hang me by the neck if deer that ear miscarry. Finally put on. Well, then I am the shooter. And who is your shot? If we choose by the combs, yourself come not near. <laughs> finally put on indeed. <laughs> you still wrangle with the boy yet, and she strikes at the brow. But she herself is hit lower. Have I hit her now? Ugh, must I jest with you in sayings as old as Charlemagne that men like you might hit it? So I may answer thee with one as old as Guinevere such that a woman can hit it? Mm, you cannot hit it, hit it, hit it. You cannot hit it, my good man. Yeah. If I cannot, 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 if I cannot, another can. How great was that? How both did fit it. A mark incredibly well shot, for they both did hit it. A mark? <laughs> hey, look at that mark. A mark, says my lady. Let the mark have a buck in it to aim at, if it may be. Wide of the bow hand. Indeed, your hand is dark. Indeed. He must shoot nearer, or he'll never hit the mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If my hand be out, then surely your hand is in. Then will she get the best shot by hitting the pin. Oh, oh come, come. You talk greasily, your lips grow foul. Aya! <laughs> She's too hard for you at Buck, sir. Challenge her to bowl. I fear too much rubbing. Good night, my good owl. <laughs> by my soul, a fool, a most simple clown. <laughs> Lord, Lord, how the ladies and I have put him down. Oh my gosh, how funny my excellent wit when it comes so smoothly off, so obscenely, as it were, so fit. Armado, on the other hand, ugh.
Coming! Coming! Very refined sport, truly. <laughs> and done in the spirit of good conscience. <laughs> well, 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 yes. The deer was, as you know, dripping in blood, ripe as the pomegranate who now hangs like a jewel in the ear of the sky, the heaven, the firmament, and soon falls like a crab on the face of the soil, the land, the earth. Truly, Mistress Holofernes, the epithets are sweetly varied, like a scholar at the least. But, madame, I assure ye, it was a bock in its prime. No, Lady Nathaniel, I don't believe that. It not a limp old rooster. It was a young buck. Most barbarous intimation. Yet a kind of insinuation, as it were, by way of explanation, as it were, replication, or rather to show, as it were, his inclination after his undressed, unpolished, uneducated, unpruned, untrained, or rather unlettered, or ratherist, unconfirmed fashion, to insert again my disbelief for a buck. <laughs> hey, Jacquinetta. Oh, hi. Hello, God give you good morrow, Mistress Person. Mistress Person? You mean Pierce One? And if one should be pierced, which is the one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mistress Schoolmaster, she that is most like a hogshead. Oh, of piercing a hogshead, a good flint of wit for a turf of earth, fire enough for a cold flint, pearl enough for a swine. It is pretty, it is well. Good Mistress Person. Be so good as to read me this letter? It was given me by Costard and sent me from Don Armado. I can't read it. Under pardon, lady, what are the contents? Or rather, as Horace says in his, what, my soul verses? Yes, lady, and very learned. Let me hear a staff, a stanza, a verse. Read, mistress. If love make me forsworn, how shall I swear to love? Ah, never faith could hold if not beauty vowed. Though to myself forsworn, to you I'll faithful prove. Those thoughts to me were oaks, to you like willows bowed. These studies I will leave and make my book your eyes, where all those pleasures live that art would comprehend. If knowledge be the mark, to know you shall suffice. Well learned is that tongue that well can you commend, all ignorant that soul that sees you without wonder, which is to me some praise that I your parts admire. Your eye Jove's lightning bears, your voice his dreadful thunder, which, not to anger bent, is music and sweet fire. Celestial as you are, oh, pardon love this wrong that sings heaven's, heaven's praise, praise with such, with an, such earthly an earthly tall. <laughs> you will find not the apostrophe and so miss the accent. Let me supervise the cousinet. Oh. Here is only meter ratified before the elegancy, facility, and golden cadence of poesy. It is wanting. Ovidius Nasso was the man, and why, indeed, Nasso, but for smelling out the odiferous flowers of fancy, the witty speeches of invention. To imitate is nothing. So does the hound his master, the ape his keeper, the tired horse his rider. But Damzella Virgin, was this directed to you? Oh, yes, lady, from one Monsieur Barone, one of the strange queen's lords. Oh, I will overglance the superscript. 
<clears throat> to the fairest hand of the most beauteous Lady Rosaline. <laughs> I will look again on the intellect of the letter for the nomination of the party writing to the person written unto. <clears throat> Your ladyships in all desired employment, Barone. Oh, Lady Nathaniel, this Barone is one of the students of the king. And here he has framed a letter to a follower of the Stranger Queens, which accidentally, or by way of progression, has got lost. Trip and go, my sweet. Deliver this paper into the royal hand of the king. It may concern much. Stay not for compliment. I forgive your duty. Adieu. Uh... Me. Lady, God save your life. I'm with you, my girl. The Play on Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost, was written by William Shakespeare and translated into modern English verse by Josh Wilder. Each episode was directed by Nelson T. Eusebio III. The cast is as follows. Russell G. Jones as the King of Navarre and the Forester. Matthew Elijah Webb as Barone. Ashley Bryant as the Princess and Jacquinetta. Tiffany Rochelle Stewart as Rosaline. Tanya Pinkins as Maria, Holofernes, and Himes. Sean Randall as Costard and Domain. Brandon Jones as Don Adriano de Armado and Longaville. Walter Coppage as Moth, Boyette, Dull, and Markaday. Sarita Covington as Lady Nathaniel and Catherine. Casting by the Telsey Office, Karen Castle, CSA, and Ada Karamanian. Voice and text coach, Julie Foe. Episode scripts were adapted and produced by Katherine Eaton. Original music and sound design by Lindsay Jones. Sound engineering by Sadaharu Yagi. Mix engineer and dialogue editor Larry Walsh. Podcast mastering by Greg Cortez at New Monkey Studio. Coordinating producer, Transcend Streaming, Kira Bowie and Liana Keys. Executive producer, Michael Goodfriend. The Managing Director of Business Operations and Partnerships at Next Chapter Podcasts is Sally Cade Holmes. The Play on Podcast series, Love's Labor's Lost, is produced by Next Chapter Podcasts and is made possible by the generous support of the Hits Foundation. Visit ncpodcasts.com for more about the Play on Podcast series. Visit playonshakespeare.org for more about Play on Shakespeare. Subscribe to Play On Premium on Apollo Plus for ad-free episodes and join our Patreon for exclusive merchandise and early commercial-free releases. Go to playonpodcasts.com for our bonus content, where you'll find interviews with the artists, producers, and engineers who brought it all to life. And remember, vows are but breath. This is Sally Kate Holmes, Managing Director of Next Chapter Podcasts, here to tell you about a pretty cool new offering from our friends at Apollo Podcasts. 
You can now find the Play On podcasts on Apollo Plus, a creator-owned platform where every subscriber helps audio fiction creators such as us. You can listen ad-free, early access to exclusives, behind-the-scenes supercuts, and more on Apollo Plus. On top of all that, 70% of the revenue on Apollo Plus goes directly to creators. Join Apollo Plus through the Apollo Podcasts app or by going to apollopods.com. Next Chapter Podcasts.